Hey guys, it's uh, Dave Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, podcast, Stitcher, Libsyn, wherever they've allowed me to sign up, really. Um, wanted to let you guys um, know um, what's going on. I have a great question here that I'm about to answer, so just hang on. But first of all, um, from now on, uh, new video releases will be on Wednesdays instead of Fridays. Uh, it's just one of the changes that, that I realized I needed to make while I was away on vacation because when I looked at my, my travel schedule for vacations and stuff, I just realized how difficult it was for me to manage releases on Friday. So look for them now on Wednesdays, and this video is being released on a Wednesday. Um, secondly, um, when I was, uh, I was down in Florida with my kids and Natalie and, and her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend, we were doing a family vacation down there. Um, and really enjoying ourselves and relaxing. And one of the things we did is we went to Disney's Epcot Center, and there's a, a Canada pavilion there. And uh, when we got there, my son was like, hey, it's, it's the Canada pavilion, and everybody's dressed like you, Dad. Uh, so if you want to know where stereotypes come from, uh, they come from me. Anyway, everyone there has a plaid shirt on. Um, so this week, um, I... When, when I got back into the swing of things, because I really kind of tried to leave my computer sit while I was on vacation, because I wanted to rest, and I wanted to relax, recharge my mind, recharge my brain. And um, one of the things that I allowed to pile up were the Quora.com questions. So Quora is a website where people can go and just ask a question, and then Quora tries to feed those questions to people who have answered questions that were along the same topics before. So some, whenever somebody asks questions about small business or buying and selling a business, they, they come to me and Cora sends me an email says, do you want to answer this question? So there was this really great question that came up and it was, how do I determine if somebody who's contacted me about buying my business is serious or not? And it's a, it's a really great question for a bunch of reasons. Um, Number one, whenever I do any of my seller programs and I talk with business owners about selling their businesses, I always stress to the greatest degree how important confidentiality is, how you do not want it to become public that your business is for sale. And there's all kinds of reasons for that, um, mainly the response of suppliers, customers, bankers, competitors, all these different stakeholders in the community can have a, a negative reaction to news that your business is up for sale. And so when a business owner is just happily working away, doing whatever, you know, their daily routine, and all of a sudden they're approached by somebody who wants to buy their business or claims to want to buy their business, then um, what do you do? Because you may not have been looking for that exit, but one of the most difficult things about selling a business is finding a buyer. So if a buyer approaches you and says, hey, I want to buy your business, and you are thinking that you might want to exit sometime in the near future, well, maybe it makes sense to try to do it now using that buyer that has stepped forward, right? But there's a lot of danger involved if the person isn't really motivated to buy your business or they're not, they're not serious, or if they're in another category altogether, which would be like, like a malevolent, evil character with a nefarious purpose. And uh, so what would that be? Well, an example of that would be there are certain frauds and scams related to trying to sell your business that people try to are out there right now trying to perpetrate where they approach business owners with a, you know, 
great sounding opportunity to sell their business. And at the end of the day, the business owner becomes a victim of fraud. So, so that is a possibility. The other thing is simply an agent or character acting on behalf of a competitor or someone trying to learn about your industry or business who is really just interested in gathering information. They have no intention of actually doing a deal. And, and again, you don't want to be you know, victimized in that way either. I once was hired by a company that manufactured custom-built fire trucks for fire departments um, all around Canada and the U.S., and they decided that they wanted to exit the fire truck business. They wanted to go along a different line and want to do something different. And there was another competitor located a few hours away that was also in the fire truck business. And so what these guys did is they contacted that competitor and they said, we're thinking about selling our fire truck business. Would you like to come and take a look? And of course they said yes. And so this wasn't a nefarious seller or a nefarious buyer approaching the seller. This was the seller going to his closest competitor saying, we're thinking about selling. And that potential buyer came and looked at their business, looked at their designs, looked at their drawings, looked at their customer order book, looked at their parts, did a whole analysis of their business and then backed away and said, no, we're not interested. And what ended up happening, of course, is that the seller then, they wanted to do something else. And I believe that the potential buyers learned that they were trying to pivot their business into a different kind of industry. And they realized that we just do nothing. These guys are in and closing their fire truck business and we will get all the business. And so the, the seller in that case kind of shot themselves in the foot. But you can have people out there working on behalf of industry players that are actively looking to try to gather information about what's going on with competing firms. And so you have to be careful. So let me get over to the core question. Um, so I'm going to share my screen. And so the question was, how do you determine if a business is serious about buying your business? And so the, the question's a little bit, a little bit uh, weird, because this is how do you determine if a company I, mean, I just interpreted that as how do you determine if a buyer is serious? And one of the things that, that I, or the, the, the advice that I gave in this question was simply to say, there are two things that you have to do. Number one, you have to pick up the phone and call them, um, which increasingly is becoming this counterintuitive thing. Like nobody wants to pick up the phone for some reason, but you want to pick up the phone and you want to respond to that person. You want to call them or do a live video chat. You want to talk with them in real time and you want to learn about that person. You want to learn about who they are and what their motivations might be. So I put a whole list of questions here. Why do you want to buy a business? A real honest, genuine person who wants to buy a business will be able to answer that question off the top of their head. What kinds of businesses have you been looking for? How did you find me? How long have you been looking? What are your search criteria? You want to find out if that person is someone who has been doing their homework. You know, any of the people that are in the Business Buyer Adventure online group coaching program that I do would be able to answer all these questions right off the top because they, they spend time working on this stuff before they even go contacting any person who owns a business. And so in a conversation, you would, say, you would see right away, this person is like a prepared person who knows what they're doing. But questions down here at the bottom, 9, 10, 11, um, some of you guys are listening on audio, so I'll read them. So 
how long have you been looking? What are your search criteria? Question six, what EBITDA range are you looking for? Number seven, what draws you to this industry? So if somebody says, hey, you know, I've worked in this industry for a long time and I want to own my own business, so I'm looking for a company that I can buy. It could be an employee within one of your competitors, which again raises all the flags and concerns about whether or not the person is seriously looking at a business or whether they're trying to do research and find information about your business so that they can use it with their current employer. Um, what experience do you have owning or managing a business like mine? Who is your lawyer? Someone who's going to buy a business should already know who their lawyer is going to be. And it should be a lawyer or a law firm that works on acquisitions, right? What accounting firm do you work with? Who is your banker? Somebody who is going to buy a business will already have spoken with somebody who is a banker and they'll have you know, presented their own personal financial status. Um, and they'll have talked to that banker about the kind of deal they want to do. And the banker will have given them feedback and say, this is what we can and can't do. So the person was going to know what kind of financing is going to be available for them in their deal. What other advisors are you working with, right? And of course, you're, you're looking for them to say David Barnett. But if it's not me, if they're working with some kind of M&A advisor or, or business broker or someone with experience, that's a positive, right? Um, number 13, and this is a big one. Do you have any money or do you think you can leverage the assets of my business in a no money down deal of some kind that you learn from someone on the internet, right? Because increasingly I'm hearing about this. There was a time, you know, there, and I've made reference to this many times, there are a bunch of people online who are selling programs for three, five, 10, $15,000 that teach people how even with bad credit, you know, you can buy a successful business with no money down in 90 days or less. One of these characters is telling people that they need to set themselves up online with a website, basically calling themselves a private equity firm. So, you know, if your name is, if you're unfortunate enough to have the name John Doe, um, so John Doe, you take this program, then you go and you set up John Doe Private Equity Partners LLC or, or whatever you call it to sound like you belong on Wall Street. Um, you set up this website and then you go onto LinkedIn and you create a profile on LinkedIn which shows that you are the principal over at you know, John Doe Equity, Private Equity LLC. And I became aware of this about a year and a half ago when I suddenly started getting a lot of LinkedIn requests from people who wanted to connect with me who all had the same title, which was principal at you know, blank private equity partners or private capital partners or whatever. And I was like, hmm, you know, I, I'm in the world of small main street businesses and these private equity characters are usually in the mid-market, you know, companies doing sales in the tens of millions of dollars, typically real private equity people. And I, and I was like, I wonder why everyone wants to connect with me. And when I started to look at their profiles, I realized that they're, you know, they were like uh, you know, manager of a transmission shop and then all of a sudden they're a principal at a private equity group. And I started to realize something was going on and then I learned from someone that this is one of the things that these guys are teaching online is that you need to, you need to present yourself this way. And so um, speaking of online, it leads me to the second part of my answer to the question here on Quora, which is once you have a conversation with the person who's approached you, 
and you got a gut feeling for who they are and if they're serious or not. And if you don't think they're serious, you just say, oh, well, that's great. Good luck. Uh, you know, I'm not really interested in selling my business. And you, you get rid of them. You, it's so important to make sure that the, the buyer you're dealing with is, is a real serious buyer. Um, but if you do think that they might be the right person, well, then the next thing is, is that you have to turn to the internet and you have to try to discover them. You have to go and search for their LinkedIn profile. You have to see if they've published anything, right? You have to see if there's anything online you can find that they've created. Um, I have a friend here in my hometown who has started and sold a couple of businesses and um, in the online space and it, where they use software as a, the, the SaaS businesses, they call them software as a service. So he's done it twice now. And um, he said to me two or three years ago that if he's ever approached by anyone who wants to try to sell him a product or service, that the first thing he does is he goes online and he looks for something that they've authored or written or if they've got articles attached to their LinkedIn profile, anything that will give him an inkling of, of whether they're a real professional or not. So he'll go online, he'll look. If they're an accountant, you know, maybe the, he'll look for you know, that you know, sort of standard old tax season tips for maximizing your refund. Make sure you claim this, this, and this. Like at least something like that. Because if, if you're an accountant and you've never written a little article to share online about how people can save money at tax time, then you know, it, would, it would raise questions as to um, your experience and stuff. And, and I know there's plenty of accountants out there who've never done any of that, but this is how the online world is changing the perception of people, right? So you want to check out these buyers as much as you can. And if possible, if you happen to share connections on a platform like LinkedIn with them, reach out to your shared connections and ask about them. Say, hey, um, I noticed you're connected to this person. Do you actually know them? Or was it a random connection request? And uh, what can you tell me about this person? Um, and actually do some real feedback. Think of the world of dating. You know, if you, if you saw a pretty girl across the room and you noticed she was talking to somebody who knew your friend, then what you would do, right, is you would talk to your friend and say, hey, you see that pretty girl? I noticed that your friend Susie is you know, talking to her. I'm wondering if you can find out if she's single or not, right? You, you would use your, like, your local network in the room to try to determine if, if maybe you could approach that person. That's what you want to do, okay? You want to take advantage of the resources you have at hand to figure out, is this person real? Is this person qualified? Is this person a threat? Are they dangerous? And should I actually be talking to them? So um, every once in a while, one of these core questions is a really great one, and I wanted to share it with all of you guys on the YouTube channel and uh, those of you who listen to the audio, don't forget that uh, if you have a business and you want to sell one day, you really should be heading over to howtosellmyownbusiness.com where I detail my five simple steps of how I help people sell their own business and avoid paying a broker's commission. And you can read all about it there. There's a couple of videos, really 15 minutes at that website can show you exactly how I can help you get through the process. Um, and uh, if you haven't already, head over to davidcbarnettlist.com. It'll take you to this website. It's simply a sign-up form, or you can enroll in my email list, and you'll never miss one of these videos. 
Uh, it'll come to you now every Wednesday. And of course, over at davidcbarnett.com, um, that's sort of the grand central station for all of, uh, all of my stuff where you can find information on all my books, my courses, um, what it's like to work with me, how I help people, um, free stuff that I'm giving away. And of course, the financial forecasting and business plan writing program, which is heading now into week number three. Um, it's being produced publicly as I work through with the students, and there's still time for people to get on board. You just have a couple of weeks to catch up. Once we're done, it's going to be available as a complete course, uh, but not at this price. Thanks. And uh, until next week, we'll see you later. And uh, more often than not, I'll likely still be wearing plaid. Thanks.